So I have exciting news. Ah, that's right. This might be, well, this won't be news to anybody who's listening, but it might be. Anyway. Um, I did get a uh, WWDC ticket this year, which incidentally was the first year I even tried. Yeah, that's sort of magical. Well, it's... Um, people see what they want to see in the numbers, and some <laughs> people think that it is, uh, you have a higher chance of winning if it's your first entry. Um, but I think it is legitimately completely random, random. It seems unlikely that we'd be able to figure that out. I don't know. It, yeah, we have no idea how many attendees, like, even go. Mm. And, you know, just basing it off of people who say things on Twitter. I mean... Um, so yeah, I did get a ticket and, uh, I found that out like as soon as I got home, um, a couple Fridays ago, last Friday, the Friday before that, Mm -hmm. I don't know, um, whenever, whenever it was, (laughs) um, whatever day they were going out, they said they would be going out until Monday. Mine arrived on the Friday at around 6 PM my time. Um, and I spent the uh, following 12 hours <laughs> in the most uh, stressed out um, and anxious and uh, impostery syndrome state of my life I've ever been in. Yeah. Which is, I mean, if you know anything about Joe's history as a developer, it's ridiculous. Like, he has apps on the store, at least one of which sold like gangbusters for a while there, didn't it? Yeah, so uh, normalize my uh, anti-Instagramming app that right. I uh, released in uh, 2010, 2012. Anyway, it, it was a while ago. I think it was um, 2012 because I believe some of my cat pictures were sample data. Yes, yes, they were. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that got picked up by uh, Real News um, and led to a whopping $1,000 in one day and only on that day. Well, you know. Yeah. Um, but over the course of my lifetime and various making things free for a week or a day, I have racked up a, a three quarter million downloads. If only that were money. Right. Just downloads. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yes, me felt imposter syndrome. Imposter after... syndrome, not just for girls. Yeah, not just for girls and uh, by definition, irrational. Right. Um. So, yeah, that was fun. 12 hours of being unable to sleep, mostly freaking out about hotel prices. Well. Because, you know, uh, the, the ticket price, $1,600, I mean, that's what uh, our friend Brian just spent on a decked out Retina MacBook, you know, which I bought last year. So, you know, that's that's fine. That's just, <laughs> I will be buying one this year. Right. <laughs> um, and, you know, flying is, you know, $500, but that's small compared to the ticket and small compared to the hotel because things start at $200 a night in San Francisco unless you don't want a bathroom. Uh, and that's not even a joke. I know. I want a bathroom. I really want a bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we decided that rather than uh, me suffering uh, alone and saving some money without a bathroom... Um, that, uh, uh, Leah would go with me and, you know, we'd have a proper hotel. Yeah. 
Because it's not like you get charged per person. Well, I mean, for the first two anyway, most of the time. So, you know, in the context of that, it was cheaper if you pretend you can divide the whole number <laughs> of the trip by two, you know. Um, I'm not sure that works if you're married, but okay. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, it's like adding her didn't double it. Well, no, that's true. You know, it added another plane ticket. Right. But it didn't. And the big piece was the room, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'll be going, um, and I do have some shit to get in order before I go out there, so we'll probably, uh, miss a couple weeks again, Mm. um, before then, but, uh, at least the reason we missed the last couple weeks, um, you're done with your master's. Yay! So, congratulations on that. Thank you. (laughs) You now have a slice of paper that says you are not an imposter at, um, that (laughs) right it it's a piece of paper to tell people that i can do the jobs that i've been doing for the last like eight years yep yay but i need that um i don't really have imposter syndrome that much um i used to i guess like when i just assumed that everyone knew everything but then i found out that nobody knows anything so we're all just morons together there's no guru nobody i mean there there are there's like two of them but the chances that you work with one of them is vanishingly small the rest of us are just morons googling everything and that's fine yeah the person you think is a guru just knows things within your organization right he just knows things that you haven't found out yet you will yeah. find out those things, and chances are you know some stuff that he doesn't know. And, you know, I'm using the pronoun he mostly because, unfortunately, that's still pretty much who you find, especially who you find regarded as a guru. Um, but Yes, to clarify, we're talking in the context of tech. Yeah. Um, because that's where we work. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and there was an article that went around a couple of weeks ago about specifically imposter syndrome in tech and how we've been talking about imposter syndrome in tech um, with regards to women feeling it for, I don't know, as long as the bullshit has been happening to women in tech, which I guess is pretty much all of modern history. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Ever since uh, programming stopped being for girls, because it's basically just typing. Yeah, that is a really interesting history. If I uh, manage to do homework at any point, we'll do that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so like it's gotten now to the point where, like now, imposter syndrome is just, just sort of this thing that's said and not taken as seriously. And because it's so rampant, it has now turned into gaslighting. Right. That's my favorite. And something that yeah. I hadn't ever really thought about is how, in many cases, women are told that they're not getting ahead because they have imposter syndrome. They don't believe in themselves, so nobody believes in them either, which is complete and total bullshit. I mean, it's not... It might be true at some point in some women's careers, but 
not all women have imposter syndrome and pretty much all women in tech are taken less seriously than their male peers. So I think there might be another factor there. And there was a really good piece out about that um, that resonated with a lot of uh, experiences that I have had. Um, Although I've been really lucky uh, not to work with too many giant shitheads. So there's that. That's always fortunate. Yeah. Um, I mean, do you want to go through any of the uh, specific incidents of yours? Um, hmm. Well, okay. So I used to, back in the day, when I had imposter syndrome, I wouldn't like, if I heard something in a meeting that sounded ridiculous, I wouldn't like be like, wait, why don't we just thing for a really long time so like a lot of dumb stuff was going on and I was like well wait a minute so finally I guess one day I was probably just mad about something like I don't know probably something unrelated and I and I like I like chimed in like well why don't we just thing and people are like oh I guess so. And then some man took credit for it. Like, it's always, oh my God, that's right. Men totally have taken credit for my work, even when my work was kind of dumb. So one of the, <laughs> one of the things that happened was uh, my director, something was wrong with his computer. And one of my male colleagues, because all of my colleagues were male, we were, I was on the help desk at the time. So fixing computers was my job. Um, one of my male colleagues was looking at it and he didn't know what to do. He was like doing random shit. And I was like, oh, well, you need to uninstall the video driver, reboot, let it reinstall, and then it'll be okay. And so he did that. And lo and behold, it was okay after that. And so my director walked over and the guy was like, here you go. I fixed your computer. And I, and, and I was super mad. Like, luckily, I had enough like balls. <laughs> I wish I had. I, there's got to be a better term for it. Anyway. Um, I had the gumption to be like... The moxie. I like moxie. <laughs> yeah, moxie works. Um, I pointed out that actually it was my suggestion that fixed the computer. And of course, I, I was still, you know, a 22-year-old, 23 maybe, super young. So I was like, not to toot my own horn, but, you know, that kind of construction. But at mm-hmm. least at least in retrospect i at least i stood up for myself a little bit and took credit for shit that i did you know but that's it i could have totally been like that dude was totally willing to take credit for my idea which wasn't even like super smart or anything it was just like this is an it was a common problem at the time and that was the solution to it <laughs> um you know, I did the other side of that accidentally once. Dude. Like, com- yeah. Uh, so this is a this is an embarrassing story, <laughs> um, and it just goes to show that, it, that there is not always intent, but not that that matters. Mm. But um, when I had a when I was allowed to have student workers before they decided there was no funding for that, <laughs> um, we uh, we did you know a, a trivial bug fix, but it, you know it was somebody's pet bug. Um, and they uh, thanked me uh, in person while, um, you know, uh, we were talking about something else. And the student worker um, who actually did the bug fix under my tutelage was there. And, you know, I just said, you know, oh, oh thanks. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they, uh, she 
piped in and said, actually, I did that. And good I'm like, for yes, her. You're, you're right. But yeah, good for her because I totally just, you know, let that slip. Because, you know, myself, I'm just horrible at <laughs> accepting praise in general. So it's just like I just want the conversation to move on, mm. you know. So, yeah. But I, that was bad. <laughs> yeah. And I actually I remember I actually did a podcast about this um, on Totally Uncool, which I promise <laughs> I'll make more episodes for um, in the very near future. In fact, I have at least one that I just need to edit. But um, yeah, I actually had to bully one of the tech people, the IT, well, the help desk people really at yeah. um, Georgia State into replacing a hard drive, nice, a nice clicky hard drive, a failing hard drive. <laughs> I was like, we we ran the fucking diagnostic and it said, hey, your hard drive is dead. So, I mean, I already knew that it was dead just based on the behavior. But um, <laughs> the dude, he he was he serious. So like I told this was my coworker's PC and I was like, your hard drive is dying. Let's run the diagnostic. Yep. It says your hard drive is dying. OK, so you need to tell IT that your hard drive is dying. And so they come and pick up her computer and then they bring it back having reinstalled windows on the same failing hard drive and the dude and i was and she wasn't luckily Mm. luckily (laughs) she wasn't there the day that they brought it back but i was so i was like oh great you replaced bobbin's hard drive and the guy was like no i reinstalled windows and it seemed fine and i'm like we ran the diagnostic and it said it was failing and he was like yeah, no, it seemed fine. Like, he, he was a Southern guy, so he didn't sound like that. And I was like, oh, okay, well, we'll just wait for it to fail again, and I'll call you back. And because I went full bitch on him, he, like, he couldn't deal with that. So he was like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'll get that. And I'm like, goddamn right in my head. Because, like, how do you just, seriously, it's a spinny disk drive. Those fail all the time. It's a thing that they do. Also, if you don't believe me, that I ran the diagnostic, run it your goddamn self and you'll get the same result. There's no excuse to behave like that except just being a total shit. So Yeah, it's being incompetent both as a person and as an IT person. Right. Because you always take spinny disk failure with absolute certainty. <laughs> yeah. Because the more, you, every, every single thing you do to the drive from the point you think it has a bad sector further corrupts the data and i'm sure reinstalling windows over it um you know would have completely damaged any hope of recovering anything useful from it um had that been necessary yeah luckily it wasn't but had it been yeah i it's uh like yeah that that was i'm still mad about that <laughs> in retrospect, he was, he was wrong in every way possible. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, not just not even doing it himself. I, mean, just, uh. I know, right? Like, if you don't believe those little ladies up on the seventh floor, then just run the fucking diagnostic yourself. It's there. Do you know how to boot into it? I can tell you how. <sighs> on Adele, hit F12. You'll get a boot menu. One of the options will be diagnostics. If you can remember, I think it's F11 to go straight. I don't know. doesn't matter. Hit F12. <laughs> like I it, it was it's just amazing the shit that people assume you don't know if you're female like when I first got to that job um I you know I my Mac was on order and I had this PC and the the guy was going to help me set up the printer and I was like 
no, that's okay. I got this. And then, you know, <laughs> I installed the driver's plate and everything. And then I go to print a test page and he's like, you, he's like, that's not how you, and then the test page prints. And I'm like, yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, look, <laughs> test page. Guess it works. Okay. Bye now. Um, although as it turns out, that guy, like, that later they laid him off and and fairly recently he just like walked off into the woods forever interesting follow-up there yeah i mean that wasn't my fault but that was the thing that happened because his life kind of fell apart ah uh, yeah that's depressing yes very Sorry. But, it, but it was it wasn't your fault no <laughs> i was uh i wasn't even that rude to him honestly i was just like Oh, I guess it's working, you know. Yes, like, but in the TV show adaptation, you have to be as snarky as humanly possible. Yes, that is accurate. Although I really <laughs> I really did say in the exact tone of voice, oh, well, I guess we'll just wait for it to fail again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I really did say that verbatim. And, like, my coworker was there, and she was, like, internally cheering. <laughs> and after she was like, wow, that was amazing. And I'm like, yep, yep. <laughs> and, like... So I feel like it's my responsibility as somebody who is never willing to put up with that kind of bullshit ever to let every, especially women around me, know that men are just full of shit and we don't need to put up with it. So I'm, I like, especially my younger, my younger female colleagues, I like, I was like trying really hard to teach them, one, say no to things. Like if somebody gives you shit and wants you to make it into Shinola, <laughs> just say no. <laughs> Send it back. It's not your problem. Don't don't let them make it your problem. And um, and also that they're all full of shit because they are. All men are full of shit. All people are full of shit, but uh, disproportionately men in tech. Yes, because they're so fucking confident, and it's really hard sometimes when. I don't know if they if if like they can't hear me because I sound like this or something. But sometimes you have to say something like, and and I like I sometimes I involuntarily like raise like put up the hand to be like stop talking. It just happens. I don't even think about it. <laughs> like, and I've I've done. Oh man, I've I I kind of my coworkers right now are mostly like wonderful people, and they're not raging sexist or anything but one time I was like struggling with something in GIMP because GIMP is horrible but I didn't have Photoshop and I was like kind of complaining about it and one of my coworkers walks over and starts trying to like make suggestions and I kind of snapped at him a little and I felt a little bit bad in retrospect but he was even he was like no that was justified I was kind of mansplaining and I was like yeah you kind of were I don't feel that bad (laughs) he's like I'm actually pretty pretty fucking good at photoshop better yeah. better than most people can confirm <laughs> um yeah and the other guy was like just yammering on about something so i was like stop <laughs> and i i like held up my hand <laughs> i didn't even it's like the stopping hand now that you bring up gimp and like dude bro confidence in general one of the things that always sets me off is when people claim that some alternative to some professional application, some expensive application, mm. is as good as, or you know, better, or um, 
my personal unfavorite the same thing. Yeah, universally, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, GIMP <laughs> is not Photoshop. Oh I don't care if it has the same quant- uh, contents of the filter menus. It is not Photoshop. <laughs> this is not what people use to get actual work done. Um, if you want to install it and deal with that shit because you either couldn't figure out how to pirate Creative Cloud or didn't want to pay for it, you know, go right ahead and suffer. But it is not the same thing. Yeah, knock yourself out. Believe me out of it. Because yeah. it's so... And this is just like, GIMP is so stupid. It's just funny how there's like, on the one hand, these these people who are absolutely positive that of of complete bullshit and then on the other side there's like perfectly competent women developers who it's not like they didn't come up with the idea that they're not as smart as other programmers that was taught to them and then there's people like you and I can't explain why you have imposter syndrome at least in your case it's not like it wasn't forced upon you so that is nice I guess I don't know, that might be more uh, uh, internalized classism than anything else. Because hmm. I uh, I don't know how to look at a credit card bill that has a comma in it and doesn't have a computer in it. Oh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>